What is up, everyone? This is Alicia Longo with WireBuzz. I'm a video producer at WireBuzz and also Todd Hartley's producer. We just finished the most outstanding live four-day Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within, also known as UPW. And in this episode, we're going to talk to Todd about the behind-the-scenes prep for game day. Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. So, Todd, what I want to talk about in this episode is the stuff that the people in the audience don't get to see. I want to give them that access to what you and I experience. So let's start about game day. Tell me what, you're, what you were thinking on game day. Well, you know, because we do this a lot, I'm pretty chill and mellow, so I'll give you the real skinny on game day. The night before I spoke, the audience, everybody there, the 9,000 people walked the coals. They're firewalkers now. And I loved the experience when I went through UPW my first time. I walked the coals and loved that like breakthrough, doing something you don't think you can do, feeling of like perseverance and overcoming and the triumphant path that you go on. I love all of that. But even though I had tickets to be an attendee like you did, I knew that my real job was to not be walking coals at 2.30 in the morning when I've got to be on stage the next day. My real job was to get sleep and to prepare. So I don't know. I think I went to bed at like nine o'clock the night before and was fired up and prepped for the next day. Awesome. And while I was at UPW, jumping around, sweating, just having the best time ever, tell me what you were practicing in your hotel room to prep. Yeah, I was working through the material because what Tony asked me to do was a different type of speech than I normally do. So to give you guys an idea, I'm normally training people on how to use the power of video to convince and convert remotely. And I'm, I'm teaching And when you're teaching, if you want to get great results, you're using the dual coding theory of education where you're not only explaining it to them, but you're visually showing it to them. So I'm using slides. And my slides up on the screen are my guide, but this was different because he asked me to be raw and no slides, just Todd being Todd. And I wanted to make sure, because I haven't done a lot of material like this in a couple of years, I wanted to make sure that I had repetition on the process. And as we know, repetition's the mother of skills. So I went into my room and I did a couple episodes where I was working the material and I was honoring the process. But then as I got closer to game time, you should uh, probably have identified by now that we call the day that we're speaking game day and we look at it like we're training. And so as I got closer, like the night before I started doing my material with my headphones in and started walking through the crowd as if I'm talking with somebody on the phone. But what I'm really doing is going through the material because all of the distraction of the people walking by you and like waving at you because they know who you are um, allows you to practice your focus muscle and tune all that out so you can just focus on the material because when you get on stage, you want to replicate. You want to have practiced in a replicatable environment that feels like game day scenarios. So that's what I did. And the day of, I had my headphones in and I was walking through, um, not 
being obvious in the crowd, but like maybe down a hallway off to the side where it's light crowds and I'd kind of work my material back and forth. And like some girl went by, her name's Jennifer and she was like, I know she's a follower. So Jennifer, you're listening. I love this moment. And Jennifer walks by and she goes, she goes, Hey Todd, are you practicing? And I said, Oh, Jennifer, that's awesome. No, I'm talking to my sister. Cause at that moment I really was, but it was obvious that Jennifer had heard what my preparation normally is. And it's fun. You get yourself ready because you've got to be dialed in in order to communicate in a way that allows you to present yourself the way you want to be seen. Right, right. And thank you for sharing. I think one of my most favorite things that you do to prep is you actually prepare for audio feedback. So if you're hearing yourself, so I know one of your tactics or tips is to you actually listen to your podcast in your ears while you're going through your speech and your content. And I think that's just remarkable. So very, very cool. And then tell me what it was like when you were getting mic'd up. What were, your, what were you feeling up until that moment? Okay, so you know I don't get nervous because, and I don't mean that to be like cocky or arrogant. I don't get nervous because I've done so much in, in uh, live material in my life that it's just another day. So... What happened is when we went to the risers, the risers is like master control for an event. And that's where people are dealing with the microphones and the lighting and the visuals that are on screen. And so it's behind everybody where the stage is in front of them. And so we go to the very back of the room. We go up into the risers and, you know, it was pitch black. Like we couldn't see the floor as we're walking, right? Not a single light up there. And it was totally dark in the stadium and it was just Tony's voice. People were being led by Tony doing a meditation. And I was going to come on right after that. And then at the end of the meditation, the music kicked on, the lights changed, and then we could see the audience for the first time. And Alicia, it was like a ridiculous sea of people to the point where I thought, holy, I told my dad this morning, I was like, that was the only moment where I said, are you sure you can do this? Because it was more people than my eyes probably have ever seen inside of a building like that. It was like enough people to fill a basketball stadium. And they were jumping up and down like they were at a rock concert. And my thought was, am I going to ruin all this amazing energy when I get up there? And then they mic'd us up and then they walked us behind stage and that's where I got a good 30 minutes of getting my head together. Awesome. Yeah, it was incredible to see the crowd just light up with the music and the lights and the energy was superb. And so when we were, when we were led to the green room, um, I spent some time, you know, watching Scott Harris on stage and that sort of thing. I know you, uh, you went off by yourself and you took a trip outside. Tell me what you were doing uh, while waiting to go on stage. Well, one of the things I need to do before I, I step out onto that stage is I need to have I, I, my own term. I'll tell you what my own term is. I need to have like a Mike Tyson lather. I need to like be ready to go into the ring and have the connection between my brain and my mouth really loose and fluid and warm to the point where when I get up there, I can just Todd be Todd without worrying about warming up. So when I was younger, I'd warm up on the stage and then I got really good by like the end of the speech. Now you, I realize you got to warm up. So I went and warmed up uh, outside 
and and it's funny because they well, before you go on stage they take off all of your like name badge that says you're a speaker for Tony Robbins. So now when I go outside, they didn't want to let me back in. <laughs> and I had to tell them. And I'm like, no, I'm the next speaker. I've even got a mic set on my head. And then um, and then Alicia and I drank two large bottles of water before because we both realized we were really kind of dehydrated. So about like the hour before. So we put down two bottles of water, which meant I had to visit the bathroom often, which also meant Dude, I have a microphone on, so I've got to turn off that microphone in order to use the restroom. When I went into the restroom, I turned on the sink to wash my hands, and the water squirted out all over my jeans. And so when I was in the bathroom, I was blotting to try to make sure that people didn't think that I had an, a, a, a bathroom accident before I went on stage. So I had a little bit of a... Um, I had a little bit of jeans that needed to be saved and somehow I made, I, I pulled it off. But when they call your name and you can hear the Scott Harris, who is the MC for Tony's events, when you hear Scott talking about you, all of a sudden you feel your heart picking up again. You're partially like, you feel like you're alive. And then the other thought is, are you really going to do this? This is crazy. This is crazy. And then you think about the people you get to serve and you get to lift up their lives and you realize what a rare freakish opportunity it is to step out on the biggest stage in the entire world, which is not only a Tony Robbins stage, but a UPW stage and to be able to serve them such a great, just such a great moment. Oh, and then do you remember what people said at the very beginning in my first sentence? People like screamed out. Oh, yeah. Bear down! Yes, they screamed. Okay, so that's what what my alma mater, the University of Arizona, we say at sporting events, we tell the players to bear down. And whenever you see a U of A alum in public, we say that to each other. But my most difficult part of the entire speech is always my first sentence. And I didn't know this was going to happen, but in my right where I'm like, my name is Todd Hartley, and then like 4,000 people into the crowd, way in the back corner, people yelled out, bear down and it like broke everything in me and I started laughing and it was just like how did these people know one I'm a wildcat and how were they just so willing to jump into my first speech and make it real for me and it was a great moment yeah that, that, that was an amazing moment for sure and being in the crowd I know as soon as they were doing your intro you know I came out from backstage went into the crowd wanted to get some really cool videos and pictures of the moment and so I was feeling the energy from the crowd when you came out on stage. Everyone was super fired up, standing up in their seats, phones out to get pictures. And I mean, it was just incredible to see from that vantage point um, of you actually coming on stage. And then what I thought was great was you weren't on stage for very long. You actually came down the stairs and were working the audience um, and having those human to human connections and making eye contact with people. Um, so tell me what that was like when you actually stepped down on stage and went into the crowd. Well, I always knew that I wanted to, at that moment, you know, if you watch Tony Robbins speak, he's on the stage a lot, but maybe 40% of the time he's in the crowd and the dynamic changes when you're in the crowd and the speaker starts coming in your direction, you're almost getting like a personal presentation or, or you know, a personal moment with them. So I bookmark that, that if given the opportunity and God willing, we got to do in-persons, I would want to get onto the floor and work the crowd. And actually, I was so much more comfortable 
on the floor walking through the audience making eye contact with people because you forget that there's 9,000 people there and it really feels like there's 30 and 40. And I just really enjoyed that. That was the right Todd dynamic. But the part of the story, because I, I needed to make sure as I was going through my reps that I identified the right moment where it made sense for the story that I was telling, which was all coming off the top of my head, that that story happened in alignment with the best moment to come down the stairs. So the moment that I selected was I was telling stories about people who went to business mastery and the radical revenue generation changes their businesses went through. And as I did that, I started to point out where they were sitting in the event, in the audience, so I could acknowledge that moment in my story. And when I would get to a crowd and I'd go, and let me tell you about Courtney Epps. She sat right around here. And then that whole section, wherever my theoretical Courtney Epps was sitting, that whole section would like stand up and start cheering. Like they'd cheer for their section, which was something I didn't expect, but it was a lot of fun because the audience wants to play with you and you have to be willing to roll with it. Absolutely. It was it was amazing. And after your speech, uh, you know, I came backstage to greet you like we were so fired up. We were excited. We did go get some cocktails, which was awesome. But before cocktail time, making our exit out of the stadium or out of the convention center. I mean, we were stopped. You were stopped by so many people who just wanted to talk to you more and hear more about what you had to say and pictures and, you know, people being so welcoming to how welcoming you were on stage that they felt they could approach you. I thought that was amazing. It was a really cool experience. Alicia and I couldn't even get into the stadium on day one without a guy from Ireland stopping us. If you're in the audience, thank you so much for doing that. If you're listening right now, touched our hearts. We hadn't even walked in for the first time and, and he was like, Hey, I just saw you. And I went through business mastery and I went through your training and it's impacted our business tremendously. And I knew I needed to come up and say, I, and like, those things are like oxygen. Like you need them in order to survive because you wonder in your head, you're like, are there people out there that are listening? I know you're listening, but they, you wonder that, right? And so we had an onslaught of that kind of people walking by saying hello um, like that one guy who watched our videos and he was like, oh my God, I love your storytelling. And like, you don't even know that your people are being impacted by it because a really small percentage actually reach out to you, actually comment. So to get to meet those people in person and to get fo- to do photos with them and to hug them was really great. But we got so many photos that I just decided to start negotiating with these people because some of these dudes, I mean, God love you and all, but you're not an efficient use of resources. Some of these guys are like six, five, six, six, and they come up and I'm, I'm five, nine with the right shoes and with the risers. And so these dudes will walk up and I'll be like, they'll go, uh, Hey, um, would you be, would you be okay if I, we took a photo together? And then I think, I think we're negotiating, right? So I go like, are we negotiating dude? And he'll go like, what do you mean? I go, well, I mean, you're asking me if I'm okay with it. I'm okay if you like lower yourself, but I don't need to be standing next to somebody who looks like Jolly Green Giant. You make me look awkward. Like I'm a dwarf or something before I knew it, like we're laughing and they all like came down to my height and it was just super cool, super cool. Like we even had the host of 
America Ninja Warrior come up and say hello, who's a fan and listens to the podcast. Dude, if you're listening, Matt, what's up? And it's just a lot of fun to hear from all of you and to hear how the training that we've developed at Wirebuzz that we've been using on our clients' projects for over a decade are impacting people's businesses and they're generating revenue at freakish rates. And that for us is worth everything. Yeah, I mean, impacting people's businesses, not only in the States, but elsewhere, Ireland and Europe. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. And I have to tell you, the the attendees and the people who attend Tony Robbins events are probably the most genuine, excited, just people ever that I've ever met. They were so easy to talk to and so open. And I just had a blast. And I'm I'm thankful to be here. And uh, tell them what we're doing today, Todd. All right. So... We have a down day, meaning there's nothing on our schedule. We travel tomorrow. This is really um, mature, Todd. Normally, I'm like a workhorse. And my attitude has always been, when you're done with work, bail, get home, and go to work the next day. But, you know, mature Todd needs a little downtime, and uh, Alicia's a really good friend, and we can hang out. So today, we are doing a self-guided food tour through... Palm Beach, Florida. And by the way, if you've never been to Palm Beach, there's probably more epic restaurants per square foot than any other city you'll ever go to because the city's loaded with billionaires. And apparently billionaires love to eat. I know we all love to eat, but apparently they really love to eat because all these restaurants are epic. And um, we we have nothing on our calendar except going into the next place we see that looks appealing sit outside, get some wine, order some hors d'oeuvres, and uh, chit-chat and get caught up and tell fun stories of things that we've never heard about from each other. And, um, and this is that great day. Like, most of the Tony Robbins universe has already left. The hotel was vacant. I could actually walk to the gym this morning without taking selfies. And, um, and I, I actually thought to myself this celebrity thing could get really annoying if it's everywhere you go. So it's nice that it was just that big building and the hotel that's connected. And so we're just chilling out and enjoying ourselves and getting our brains back to reality. We fly home tomorrow and then the day after back to the grind. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, this is great, great chat. And, um, thank you all for listening. Here's Todd. If you want to get next level with your business, Like one of the coolest things is now, you know, I've got my agency thriving at the right level, which is freeing me up to work on passion. And my passion is really, and you could probably tell from listening to the podcast or the videos, helping you get next level with your business. Starting in December, December 6th through the 10th, I'm doing a challenge and it's the getting comfortable on camera challenge. Now, why don't you just wait till New Year's? Because the way that you... Inside of your head, if you're wondering, if you've been saying to yourself, well, where's the next level and when's that opportunity going to come for me and um, when am I going to get the ability to spread my wings in my industry and be seen as the thought leader that generates leads and closes business and people know wherever they go. And when we think about this in our head, we start thinking about New Year's resolutions. My New Year's resolution is coming up and it's going to be January 1st and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to get myself on camera and I'm going to start marketing and doing all this stuff. But the way I look at it is you are ultimately in charge of your growth that's happening. And if you are waiting, if you are lollygagging and waiting until 
2022 to get started, you're actually putting the ball in the universe's hands and saying, well, when it happens, that's great. But inside you're feeling all this frustration and angst and anxiety. And, um, and so what we're going to, what I'm going to do for you is I want you to understand that the way that you make stuff happen now is you declare it to the universe. This is why I'm challenging you. You manifest and create new things in your life by knocking down your next step before January 1st. So my challenge is December 6th through the 10th, every morning, first thing in the morning, it's gonna be 45 minutes with me, 15 minutes of Q&A, and I'm gonna train you how to get comfortable on video. You're gonna create a practice video every day. You're gonna get feedback from me and my team and declare to the universe right now that you are not going to wait, you're not going to delay, you're gonna manifest your next moment and it starts right effing now. There's early bird discounts available. December 6th through the 10th is when it starts. But the early bird discounts end way before that. Get on that page. ToddHartley.com forward slash challenge. Sign up now and get yourself. I'm only going to do an intimate group. This last group that I did was like 25 people. I don't want to do more than that because it won't be possible for me to review videos, give you feedback that's actionable. So stop lollygagging. Let's get it going. And I look forward to helping you and your business step out into the next stage. ToddHartley.com forward slash challenge. Alicia, thank you for letting me be a guest on my own Todd. <laughs> thank you. It was a pleasure. Peace. She just peaced out for all of us. Peace. <laughs>